Money FM 89.3, best of workday afternoon. Here on Money FM 89.3, I'm Clarissa Monter for the workday afternoon. Today on Health Suite, we ask the question I have a family history of colon cancer. Am I at increased risk? Colorectal cancer is the most common cancer among Singaporeans aged 50 and above. And March is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. So a timely conversation ahead of public awareness webinars that they are going to be having on March 27, featuring information from various specialists from SGH. Dr. Chang Meihuan, consultant, Department of Colorectal Surgery at the SGH, joins us next to give us more information on Money FM 89.3. Health Suites with Clarissa Montero on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to Health Suites on Money FM 89.3. I'm Clarissa Montero for the workday afternoon. I say again, colorectal cancer is the most common cancer among Singaporeans aged 50 and above. And since March is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month, we are joined by Dr. Chang Mei Huan, consultant, Department of Colorectal Surgery, SGH, to find out more about the risk if someone is suffering from colon cancer in your family. Does these put you at high risk? Doctor, welcome to the show. Hi, Clarissa. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Now, maybe you can tell us first and foremost, what are the factors that contribute to increased colon cancer risk? Um, So there are several risk factors for developing uh, colorectal cancer. So they will be older age, male gender, family history, um, in Singapore, local context would be Chinese race, smoking, as well as obesity. Okay, that's, that's actually not too bad. That's quite easy for us to understand. You said family history, smoking, age, m- more men than women. Yeah, that's right. Okay, um, and these are already risk factors. Now let's zero in on a family history of colon cancer, colorectal cancer, when should you start screening at that point? So for screening, when you have a family history of colon cancer, it will depend on who is actually affected in your family. Mm. This will determine when you should actually start screening. So for those who actually have a first-degree relative that was diagnosed before 60 years of age, or anybody with two first-degree relatives with colorectal cancer at any age, colonoscopy is actually recommended to begin 10 years prior to the earliest diagnosis in the family or at 40 years of age at the latest. Okay, so this is the closest family member you're talking about, a parent, or does that also include grandparents? This first degree relative will be parents and siblings, or your own children as well. So this will be what uh, first degree relative means. Okay, so does the risk actually drop if uh, it's a second degree or third degree relative? Uh, Actually, yes, it does. So for those who actually have only one affected first degree relative, which is diagnosed at older than 60 years old, Mm -hmm. or a second degree relative who is diagnosed before 50 years old, for them, colonoscopy screening should begin at 50 years of age. All right, because this from from 50 years old on, is one of Singapore's most common cancers, or is Singapore's most common cancer. Yeah, that's right. All right. Now, let's talk about some of the other factors that can predispose us to having a higher risk of uh, colorectal cancer. 
Okay. The other factors that can uh, predispose one to having higher risk of colon cancer would be uh, some lifestyle factors such as excessive alcohol consumption, mm-hmm. high consumption of red and processed meats, as well as uh, medical problems such as diabetes, as well as inflammatory bowel disease. Okay, so a lot of that is actually things that we can change about ourselves. It's lifestyle changes. Exactly. That would lower our risks. Mm-hmm. That's right. Would it lower our risks um, even if there is that first-degree family connection? Um, in reality, no. As long as you have a family history of uh, colon cancer, then uh, you will be at a higher risk compared to the general public. So then you say, we have to do that colonoscopy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm understanding. We're speaking with Dr. Chang Meihuan, Consultant Department of Colorectal Surgery, SGH. Now, how important then is knowing that there is a family history of colon cancer and, and being careful with our diet, you know, if we're drinking or smoking and, and things like that, if that family history is, is such a big factor? Um, although we do say that uh, family history is an important factor, but we do know that out of uh, all colorectal cancers that are diagnosed, mm-hmm. actually less than one-third of it are inherited to it. So actually, a lot of us uh, do, just from the lifestyle factors alone, are at increased risk even without a family history. Meaning most patients who suffer from colon cancer do not have a family history at all. So we will still need to be watching out for our, our modifiable lifestyle factors to actually uh, reduce our risk moving forward. Okay. I'm actually curious, and I, and I didn't tell you ahead of time that I was going to ask you this question, but if I have a family member, a first-degree family member who has colon cancer, you're, you're saying it's still a pretty small percentage of everybody who gets colon cancer, Right. Yeah, that's so right. we're talking about these modifiable um, behaviors. When should we modify these behaviors? Ideally, <laughs> it will be right from the start. <laughs> I could tell you, I'm trying to see if we can do something about it. I mean, as early as possible, I guess, would be the correct answer. Yeah. Okay, because, you know, we're Singaporean. You're saying, okay, this is an older person's disease. So maybe after I hit 55 or maybe I hit 60, then maybe I will think about not drinking so much, eating better. But, you know, a lot of us will think, oh, I'm only 40, it's fine, I'm still young. Do do you think that is part of the problem where we really should be, oh dear, I have a family connection, I should stop even though I'm 40 or 35 or whatever, that younger age is? I think generally speaking, we do know that a healthy lifestyle, avoiding, avoiding all this um, high-risk behavior, in a way, um, would actually be the most ideal starting from, what, uh, from as young as possible. So I, will, I think uh, there is no good time to actually start that now, yeah, for right, everyone. Okay. So yeah. Singaporeans, don't be stubborn is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. guess... In a nicer way. In a nicer way. Now, if we... I'm Singaporean. I know we're stubborn. (laughs) Now, if we screen and Mm. we are fine, does Mm. this mean we will never develop colon cancer? No, a negative screening test right now does not mean you will never develop colon cancer because we do know that colon cancer, the incidence increases with age. So even if you have nothing now, it doesn't mean that uh, you will not develop something later on. So definitely recommended to go for repeat screening at regular intervals. 
What are the regular intervals? So uh, we mentioned just now earlier about when is the age that we should start screening depending mm-hmm. on who is affected in our family, mm-hmm. usually either 40 years old or 50 years old. Right. And at usually the interval that we recommend is every five years you should go for a colonoscopy for patients, uh, for uh, actually uh, anybody with a family history. And yeah. about after that, say after 55, after 60, is it still five years or, or is it a shorter period? Actually, it will be uh, uh, five years. It will still be regular interval of five years. Okay, mm. that's not so bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what should we do to maintain that good health? Other than, you know, eliminating all those bad behaviors we talked about, smoking and drinking and maybe eating better and eating more healthy, will exercise help? What else can we do? So we do know that regular exercise and healthy diet uh, seems to be associated uh, with a reduction in the risk of uh, colon cancer. And it will also prevent one from developing obesity and diabetes, which I mentioned earlier are risk factors as well. In addition, we, there are certain studies that have showed that there might be some weak protective effects of diets which are rich in fruits, vegetables, cereal fiber, whole grains, dairy products or fish. So this will all help to maintain good health. Uh for everyone, yeah. Right, okay. Now, what are family members most concerned about when there is a family history? I'm sure you talk to a lot of people, you know, daughters, sons, that go with mummies or daddies. What are they most concerned about with that family history of colon cancer? I think um, it is exactly, they, they usually want to know when they should start screening. Right. And, and they will want to know why. And they do want to know how much increased risk they have. So generally uh, speaking, they, anybody with a family history is more than twice uh, as likely to actually get colorectal cancer than an individual with no family history. So uh, this will be one of the uh, most common concerns for family members with a family history of colorectal cancer. Yeah. Okay, now the SGH is having a public webinar on the 27th of March because the whole month is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. Now you are going to be speaking at this webinar as well. If somebody has more questions for you, how do they sign up for this webinar? Uh, they can actually uh, go to the SGH official Facebook page uh, to look for the event page. There mm-hmm. will be posters and infographic video on it as well. And to sign up, uh, there will be sign-up links available or you can use the QR codes available on the poster. This is a public awareness webinar that uh, we will be holding um, on 27th of March from 8.30am from the English talk and from 11am from the Chinese talks. And there will be a question and answer session uh, for the public to actually uh, quiz us on some of their concerns with regards to colorectal cancer. Do you expect that a lot of people will ask you questions at this webinar? Um, we have held uh, face-to-face uh, uh, talks before, previously prior to COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And we usually do get uh, quite active participation. And currently, we do have... Uh, quite a huge number of people participate, uh, who have already signed up. Uh, right. From what I understood, about a few hundred. Okay, that's good. Mm. And I encourage any of our listeners who still have questions that we may not have answered in this segment to sign up for the webinar as well. Because, you know, I always say you can never have too much information. That's right. Right? Right. The, yes, the, yes. I, you know, 
I can I be honest? A lot of us, when we are actually in front of our doctors, are afraid to ask questions. And uh, because I do this segment now, I tell all my friends, ask your doctors everything you want to know because they don't know what you don't know until you ask them. Yeah, that is right. That's true. And we will not know what their concerns are, your concerns are if you don't uh, be forthright with us. That will make it very difficult for us to address uh, your concerns. Yeah. All right. So if you do have um, family history of colon cancer or you have concerns about colorectal cancer, and perhaps you're even wondering about some of the symptoms that you might be presenting and think you have colorectal cancer, join this webinar on March 27. We've been speaking with Dr. Chang Meihuan, consultant, Department of Colorectal Surgery at the SGH. I say again, if you want to find out more about colorectal cancer, join their public webinar. It's easy enough. The doctors told you how to do it. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Clarissa, and thank you, everyone. I'm Clarissa Montero for the Workday Afternoon. This is Money FM 89.3, Singapore's most influential radio station. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.